With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Pelican Craft Brands is a proud sponsor of the ABV Podcast, and I'm glad to have them on board with us. Chris Pennegy and the guys over there are doing great things for the craft beer community here in Louisiana, and as well as bringing in craft breweries from outside of the state as well. Just very quickly, I'm going to run through some of their craft breweries under their portfolio, locally and nationally. Right here in Baton Rouge, we've got Rally Cap Brewing Company, Huckleberry Brewing out of Alexandria, Paradox Brewing out of Divide, Colorado, Parlo Beer Lab out of New Orleans, Blue Jacket out of Washington, D.C., Untitled Art out of Wisconsin, Perennial, Lazy Magnolia out of Mississippi, Brewery, they just brought on Port Orleans as well, out of New Orleans, Equilibrium, Pontoon Brewing, and so many more great craft breweries locally and nationally. Chris Pennegy and the guys at Pelican Craft Brands are making sure these breweries are taken care of. They treat each individual brewery like it's their only brewery that they deal with. Very personal, very hands-on, and makes you feel very important. And that's what's missing with some of these distributors around here. I'm not going to call out any names, but if you want to get it done right, you go to Pelican Craft Brands because they're going to make sure your brand is being represented well. You're going to be on the taps. You're going to be on the store shelves where people can see your product and give you the attention you need. Pelican Craft Brands, proud sponsor of the ABV Podcast. I want to take a second and welcome Cliff Decato and Hops in the Hollows as a brand new sponsor for the ABV Podcast. Now, a lot of you listening out there are probably familiar with who Cliff is. He's been on the show numerous times. He's also a big presence on a lot of the craft beer pages that are on Facebook, specifically Church of the Sacred Brew, and also his own page, Hops in the Hollows. Cliff also makes some really cool glassware that you can purchase on his website, hopsinthehollows.com. If you're a big fan of pop culture references from the 80s and 90s, he's got the glassware for you. Garbage Pail Kids, got it. Karate Kid references, got it. Friday, sure, there it is right there. Back to the Future, yep. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, bam, right there. He's got all these designs on some really cool glassware for you. Not only that, if you're an LSU fan, Big Dick Joe glasses. That's right, Joe Burrow himself, Garbage Pail Kid style, featured on this glassware. You can get an LSU version, or you can get a Cincinnati Bengals version. Be the envy of all your beer-drinking friends when you break out this glassware for one of your favorite local or national craft beers. When you're throwing one back, make sure you feature a glass from Hops in the Hollows. And to get yours, visit hopsinthehollows.com. I waited patiently, and I knew it was only going to be a matter of time before I could mentally convince Jay Dakota to hop on board as a sponsor of the ABV Podcast. But he did me one better. He's making Government Taco a sponsor of the ABV Podcast. Super excited about it. If you guys haven't got a chance to get over to Government Taco, what are you waiting for? Located on 5621 Government Street. It's right next door to a certain little pizza spot right down the street from this other little Mexican joint. But you don't worry about those two places. You focus on Government Taco. And let me tell you, if you didn't get a chance to try it when they were in White Star Market, now they're in their own brick-and-mortar location with more tacos than you could possibly imagine. Great tacos, such as the classic Plucks and Balances. 
smoked chicken thighs, pimento mac and cheese, Nashville hot chicken skins and white barbecue sauce, or my favorite, the steak of the union, skirt steak, queso chihuahua cheese, charred tomatilla, poblanos and red onions. But there's some new ones as well that weren't on the old White Star Market menu, like the Al Pastoral College, adobo pork, pineapple, white onion, and cilantro, and the SoCalism, crispy or grilled mahi, you choose which one you like, street corn, white barbecue sauce, and green onion. Not only that, you can also nacho your taco. All you have to tell them when you're ordering is nacho my taco, and you can get all the ingredients that would go in that taco as nachos. How about that? There's also the three branches of salsa. Don't sleep on the Boston Beat Party. It's a beet hummus with chimichurri, pickled jicama, pine nuts, and chili oil. And as someone who does not eat beets, I get this every time I go there because it's amazing. Happy hour specials as well, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m., and happy hour snacks as well. Feast on the Bay of Pig Ears, which is some crispy jerk pig ears, some yuca fries, yuca vote is the name of that dish, and the Taquitos Rotatus Flavorous, which are corn tortilla taquitos with a rotating protein every week. Sweet stuff as well. You want dessert, they've got dessert for you. Great beverages. If you're a Mezcal fan, get over there and try it. Government Taco, 5621 Government Street. Check them out, governmenttaco.com. Proud to have them on board as sponsors of the ABV Podcast. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and love talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the ABV Podcast. I am Chuck P. Cliff Decato. Neil DiBenedetto. Nice. Say that right? You got it right. All right. Look at that. Holy Pretty good. First shit. try, too. Normally, <laughs> no I, one says that. Normally, right. I butcher names. If you listen to anything I, I'm doing when I'm on 100.7 The Tiger, I can butcher a name very easily. You did really That's well really with the country good. singers, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I said Morgan. I said Morgan Wallen for Yeah, Wallen. Yeah. You're pronouncing that H is silent. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Morgan Wallen. You're not, you're not missing anything. Okay. Uh, so we are at a. Uh, Secret location, except yeah. for those of you who have been here know exactly where we're at. Uh, Cliff came up with this idea for a podcast series that we're going to do, and I'm going to let him explain it to everyone because he came up with it. Yeah, so it's it's March Madness, and hey, look, all three of us here are going to go enjoy some March Madness in two weeks we are. in Biloxi, so it's kind of yes, cool that we're all three going to do this little podcast venture uh so being that it's march madness i thought we'd do craft beer madness and much like how march madness goes with the uh, ncaa basketball there's regions in the tournament there's the north the west even not the north but the west east midwest and south so what i thought we could do is make a couple different so-called regions but with styles of beer so the first region that we are going to do tonight is the pilsner lager region um there's no particular uh, style of Pilsner or Lager. I mean, there could be, you can think of any subgenre of these. Uh, there's actually different shades that I'm looking at right now in the first group that we have here. Um, so, and we're not picking like the elite uh, Pilsners and Lagers. It's whatever was available that I could get my hands on, uh, not only locally, but across the country. So you'll, you'll see some big namers 
lagers and pilsners that we're going to have in this uh, selection. But the important thing is we have no clue who uh, these uh, beers have been brewed by. Nope. We've had the wife uh, pitch in, and she had poured each one of these five-ounce glasses Shout out us. to your wife, by the way, yeah. for doing yes. all of this. Absolutely, because this is only group one, and she, when I told her it was, she had to do it again, she was... <laughs> Not happy about yeah, it? I, yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we're going to do a group one, and we're going to pick a winner from group one. We'll pause, get ready, and get reset for group two and do the same thing. And then we'll take the winners from both group one and group two and then pick a, a official Pilsner Lager champion. And then we'll kind of go in depth uh, after we get done with each group to tell you which beers were in that group and, uh, you know, what style of Pilsner Lager it was and, you know, the brewer that brewed it. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, let's get started. Yeah. So thirsty. We're going to start with number one. Right. Don't what, know what one is, but uh, we're gonna check it out. What seed is, is this? We we we've seeded these. No like seeds. A, the tournament. We're, it's more like uh, grouping, like pool, like uh, I would say, like the World Cup. So okay. only one winner can come from these four. All so right. what are we judging these beers on? Are we judging like? Well, you can't really go with color. I mean, yeah, because they're we, very we similar. We have different. As you can see, you're gonna see different shades of the uh, colors of uh, pillars and lagers that we have here. It's more or less of, hey, do you like it or not like it? I like it. Okay. I mean, yeah. you can smell on it if you want, you can, but <laughs> keep overall, it simple. Yeah. yeah. I like if it. If you had the same type of pills or the same type of lager or whatever, uh, we could get really detailed in with, as far as the look, the clarity, and all that. But we, if you see some of these uh, lagers and pills that we have are not going to be, uh, some of them are light, some are dark, some are medium. So yeah. it's not really about the color in this particular thing. It's just more or less. Which of the Pilsner lagers across this country, with a little local splash, a little flair in, in between, is, is is the best in our opinion? Okay, and again, we don't know any of these what any of these beers who they're from. Right, we'll find out the first four after we get tasting these. Yeah, so here we go. Thumbs up. Well, this tastes familiar. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I wouldn't go that mm. route. It's it's easy. It's pretty, pretty, uh-huh. pretty easy to drink. Um, of course, any pills on lager is, but yeah, I'm just saying it's real light. Um, it's not bad. I mean, it's not great, but I got a feeling that this one's probably better than two. Just I'm looking at two. Look at the color on two. It looks super, oh, it's super two light. Looks like yeah. watered down champagne or something. <laughs> so hold your glass. Hold, hold, <laughs> That's what it looks like. Hold your glass next to you, so in case we got to come back. And take right. a second sip or two. I'm gonna put that one right there. To make sure we pick the uh, winner. Here, grab this one. Here's Chucky. Uh, so, this is number two. That just happened. Huh. What, what, was, what is that? We got a breaking news or something? Fired him? Kansas places coach less. Oh, miles administrative, on administrative leave. leave. So oh. Miles has been put on administrative leave. Breaking news here on the podcast. I like it. I like <laughs> it. It'll be not so new news yeah. by the time this airs <laughs> next week. But here we go. All right, so way Whoa. completely yeah. different. That is, yeah, way. Uh, in, in fact, this one tastes, in my opinion, a little bit off. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, like I mean, more earthy or something. Right. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, really I if I'm picking between the two right now, uh, the front runner right now is one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then two was in last in case it, you know three or four is a bomb as well. But I this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. I'm not sure about that one. Um, We'll find out who it is, yeah. which is the other fun part about this is like, oh, that was them. Yep. Yeah, that's so much better. The first yeah. one. Now yeah. Now I taste one again. I, I one, <clears throat> One's clearly in the lead here. Yeah. Now we have what looks to be like a dark lager that's coming in for number three. Yeah, you want to 
How about we just you grab and we just pass around this way? Yeah. Maybe these are assembly line we can get going here. Also, for those listening, we are currently uh, doing Facebook Live on the Church of the Sacred Brew page as well. So if you hear us like commenting on something, oh yeah, what's up, Church? Uh, I think we got about twelve, uh, yeah, twelve viewers. If you're just tuning in on the church, we're doing a blind test of oh, test taste of pilsners and lagers, and we have two groups that we're going to go to. We're going to pick a winner from each group, and then those two are going to go head to head, and then we're going to pick a winner. Like I said, this is no particular ones that we took a stab at as far as what we're going to drink. It was like what's available here locally and what's available that I get uh, across the country. So. And we'll find out when we get this group done uh, what each of these uh, beers were and from who they were brewed by. This looks so, like damn Newcastle, doesn't it? Look at that. Eh. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Dark. All right. Man, it's kind of roasty. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is roasty. It's like a porter. Yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. I don't dislike it. No, I like it better same. than two, I can tell oh, you that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. Um, two is straight-up garbage. Just, you know, depending on what you're looking for is whether you want one or three. Uh, I could drink three in the morning. Yeah, that'd be a good, uh, good first beer of the day. But this one more like is cutting the grass. I wouldn't drink this cutting the grass. I like this. I like this one just because of the roasty aspect yeah. of it, for sure. But, yeah, the, the this first one is the one. Yeah. We're, yeah, st- we're so still far. rolling with number one right now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, since this is more on my side here, I'll pass these around. Number four. And then so after we try number four. Yeah, give me the heavy pour. <laughs> you want <laughs> me to spill it. So after we try number four, uh, we're going to decide who's the winner of this number four, and then I'm going to go and grab the cans, and we're going to see what we have. And then we'll move on to group two. Yeah. All right, so let's see what number four is here. This one's probably in between. Yeah. The the dark lager in this one here, I would say, for its color. Hmm. Oh, that one just kind of pets you. Smoother, yeah, yeah smoother. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pets you. I like that. <laughs> Things not often heard during beer tastings. It's interesting because it's it's uh, I mean, it's got the crispiness, but it's, it's like, like caramel or something on the yeah, back of it. Doesn't bite you on. But it doesn't bite you. Like no, it's, it's no. crispy, but it's like like I said, it pets you. It's this is very smooth. I like this one. I'm going to pick this one over the one and two for sure. Over one and two? Yeah. Okay. I'll pick this one over one and two. Um, I don't know about three yet here because I'm still kind of deciding if I want the roastiness or or not. But I'm telling you where I'm at. That's, that's, that's what we're voting here. So I'm definitely going either four or three is where I'm leaning. Okay. This is very well done. If I had to, if if I had to pick in an order, I would go three, one, four, two. So you're saying three? Because I like one, the I like the roastiness. Four and then two. So you actually like one over four? Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I think, feel like I, there's more flavor in one. I think one, one to me tastes more traditional, right? Yeah. Like American lager. Just, yeah. You know. Yeah. If I had to choose, it'd be one. Four, three, two. Okay. Just because I'm not a big porter style yeah, you're not type a, of you're guy. Not a dark beer guy, so that's but I could definitely drink that and not you know what I mean? Like well, it's not overly roasty. It's like yeah. it's the roasty notes are there, but they're mild. It's not like right out front punching you in the face. Right. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna go. I'm okay. gonna go 
four, three, and then one and two. Wow. Okay. And you have three. So we, oh, do we three. all have a different one? I went three, one, four, two. And you got what you got first? I got one, four, three, two. One, four, three, two. All right. So how can we do this? Where I guess we can take, and you get a point as you go down. So like first place is four, three, two, and one. We can do that and add them up. Okay. Uh, Daniel Duvet commenting on the church feed says he doesn't feel like the black logger belongs in the group. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought. When I, when well, right, and that's that's I the like, I like black loggers. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I, you know, I mean, I, I kind of get it, but uh, like I said, there was no, we, we didn't zone in on a, on a specific subgenre of the genre. It was more like whatever pilsners and loggers I was able to get uh, through my network of beer connections, and then of course what they had available local. That's why. I mean, absolutely, you can sit here and judge black loggers all day if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, we don't do that. But we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> That's Neil um, was very quick because, to say we don't do that. This is really, I mean, I like it a lot, that. but if I, I mean, just just because the way I'm feeling it, that's why I'm going to go with uh, four. Where do you have four? My four? Wait, what do you mean? The fourth one. The fourth one was uh, two. Two? You have it second? Yeah. Where do you have four? Third? Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Fourth was second. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. I, 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 I so there's a first, me. a second, and what? Four is third for me. So first, second, and third for this. This is... First, I didn't realize there'd be third. math involved. In well, that I didn't one. think so either. I thought we kind of <laughs> hoped we would find an agreement, but we're gonna fix that. We'll just, like I said, wow, we'll, you're going old school. Like, we'll, I figured we'll, you'd bring out your I phone. Don't know. Maybe. We don't have to. We're gonna, <laughs> use, we're gonna, we're gonna use a little pen, pen and paper here. Okay. Like I said, we're, I like gonna it. Get, we're gonna give four points to uh, the first place beer on down. So, one, two, three, four. We'll start with the first beer. Which you? Where did you place number one? Number one. All right, that's four. I have it as three, and you have it as it's two. Two for a total of niner. All right, number two. What do you have it as, Neil? Last. I think I everybody's four. got it. Four is number two. Yeah, I got it last. What you know, it's about the second one, not. No, yeah, number yeah. two. The, the, beer. the, the number two, beer. two beer. Number two beer. You yeah, got number two beer was number four, the group four. No, no, no. Where did you put this guy? It's in last. The, yeah, well, I think we've all oh, got it in last. last. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah last. All right. My bad. My bad. So, we all got it last. Yeah, we all got it last. So, what do you say? We it? all agree. I was like, wait, where did you have this? We all agree the uh, number two beer was dead last. Now, yeah. we're, what we'll do is when we get done adding all this math up, we're going to come back and tell you what each beer was. We'll tell you the brewery and what, what, uh, the name and the style yeah. and everything. So where did you have number three at? I have it. That's the dark lager? Yep. I have it number two. I've got it as number Third. one. I got third. Third. All right. That gives me a total of eight. And then number four, I have it as first. So that's four points. What do you have it as? Two. Two. So that's a three. I've got it as three. As a three. So that makes it ten. <laughs> David Johnson said all of us at home have figured this out already. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. So with ten points, that makes number four beer our winner. Wow. And I'm gonna go go and get yeah. the four cans now, so we can find out what the yeah. hell we've been drinking. Yeah. Curious as to as to what these uh, what these are. Definitely not I, a two styles that I'd never buy. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
I'll try them in a but, brewery if they're on tap, like if you know, just to just to try it. But it's, I'm not gonna go to a store and, and like, you know what I want tonight? A good lager. <laughs> yeah. No, like uh, <laughs> said, no one ever. When, when I when I drink a lager or pills or whatever, I like it to be that traditional, just like Budweiser taste. That's yeah, why that's no. why I put one and one. Got you. You know what I mean? Because just I like that kind of bite on the back end, just kind of like a little. You know, kind of like a little, hey, I'm here still. You know, I'm still a beer. (laughs) Not water. Yeah. I don't taste like orange juice. Uh, Yeah, I've got it it in second place for me. I I like the flavor of it. I thought it was really good. I just, I like the roastiness of that dark one. It's close for me. It's It's really close. Now that I'm drinking it again, it's real close. I mean, I could probably put one and two. I mean, sorry, one and beer number four probably, you know, in first place, back you know, I could I could I could alternate them if I wanted to. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> I'm curious to see what the last one was. All right. So I got I, a feeling I know now because I just saw a can. I think I know what it is. So we got four of them here. <laughs> Put them out here, and then I'll turn them around. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, I knew dude, it, dude. The Paradise what? Park. I knew it. As soon as I saw <laughs> I it with the can, it, I'm like, man. well, I know what the, I know what number two is. So beer one, which came in second of group one, was the uh, Palatin Pills. This is from Suarez uh, Family Brewing. Okay. These dudes do some very nice uh, Pilsners. I mean, top-notch craft beer uh, Pilsners. So if you're looking for a really good Pilsner or a lager, if you can find somebody that can get it for you, Suarez uh, Family Brewing, real, nice. real top That's nice good. stuff. Which is like we thought it tasted the most traditional, right? Yeah, like, oh, it was, yeah. It was yeah. spot on. I like that one. Number two, which we all completely hated and gave it a three, <laughs> um, is Paradise Park from yours truly, uh, Urban South down in New Orleans. Which is crazy because I like Paradise Park, but for some reason that didn't taste. Well, like when you when, Park. when you when you put good. some of the big boys up to it, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it couldn't really hang, I guess. But that we we all said that it tasted off. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's just how. What is there a date on there? Yeah, What's the date on it? The, yeah, oh, that's February third. Wow, so oh, not that's a, that's, old. That's a yeah. pretty fresh beer, too. Yeah, huh? Maybe it tastes better as it gets a couple of months on it. I don't know. Well, anyway, um, that was our last place. Number three, which came in third, is the Midnight Crisp, ah, a Swashburger style lager. Well, there, there we go. There you go. It's uh from Southern Southern Gris. This, in fact, got this a couple days ago. Mister David Johnson, if you're listening, brought these in to us from Thanks. Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks, David. And number four, which was our winner. Looks like your name on the can, little Chuck Pills That's from right, Parlo. baby. Hey, this one is strong, super solid, very impressive. From Parlo, good from job, Parlo. Parlo. Yeah. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah. Chuck Pills will move on to the finals, and what we're going to do is go to Group Two, and uh, it'll go head to head with that winner is. But uh, really cool to see what we didn't know what it was, and then to pull out the the blindfold and see what these guys were. Yeah. So Chuck Pills moves on. The other three will uh, we enjoyed it, but uh, time to go home now for you. Okay. So I would suggest everybody keep. Glass number four off to the side somewhere, and I don't care. I need to take these. And uh, glass number four. We're gonna do a small little break here, and we'll get set up for group two. All right, me and Neil gonna keep uh, talking, I guess, (laughs) until you need him to help you carry beers. I need to empty these. Y'all don't want any. If you want some more sips on the losers, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I I might hold on to the dark one (laughs) just because, but I'm. I don't want to say I'm shocked that Paradise was the was our least favorite one, but so I I so I go to this thing in Dallas every August. It's a it's a computer gaming thing. So oh, cool! I I brought a bunch of it a couple of years back when they first released it. I brought a bunch of it up there, and uh, 
it was like the the hit of the party. Like had a hotel party and everyone loved the Paradise Park. They were like it's smooth, it's like a lager, I could drink it, but it's yeah. not like it's not crappy like a Coors Light or you know or, or a Budweiser or whatever and they loved it. But I was surprised that that was what it was because I mean, I have some of that in my fridge right now, actually. Same, yeah. And, but it just uh, didn't taste like, I don't know. We all agree yeah. that it was something was fishy about it. Yeah, it didn't it, taste right. It didn't, it didn't taste like Paradise Park to me. No, and it's not that old of a can, so... It's very weird. I don't know. I don't know what could have made us... Uh, I wonder if it was just... Uh, well, no, it couldn't have been that because... Well, I don't know. Well, it could be, you know, sometimes in a, in a six-pack, you know, or a four-pack, you get couple of good ones and maybe one just not so good one have they have, have they been have they been falling off kind of over there because i haven't i haven't heard uh, much uh as far as like just people like wow with urban south you yeah know what I mean? n- uh yeah except, except for even, their their fruit their fruited sours the fruit sours those are, are amazing banging. but i hear the the urban south texas brewery is killing it on, yeah they're firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. uh I don't. I don't think that's the winner. So don't take that one. Yeah, you can take that one. Uh, I don't feel like. I don't feel like they've fallen off. Just maybe. I don't know. Have they given away their best bits to Houston? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I mean, I hope not. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. Also, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. That, I, I would hope that's not the case either. Uh, I don't know, man. It's that's that's a good question, and I wish I had an answer for you, but I do not. Everything I've been drinking from Urban South has been part of the, you know, the the fruited sours and stuff. Yeah, I really had, and you know, I've got some Paradise Park in the fridge because my roommate bought some because he loves Paradise Park and we drink it, you know, a good bit at the house. This so that way he's not drinking all the beers I buy. This know, was exceptional that he shouldn't be drinking. That's really good. Parlo crushed that one. That's that was pretty awesome. I was impressed with that for sure. They've been making some good stuff too, huh? Parlo and, and Brewery or Brewery, yeah, uh, have been putting out some really good stuff lately, and it seems like Parlo's been really crushing it because I see a lot of people on the church talking about their beers and and saying how good they are uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So I I need to get down there. I've never been to Parlo. I haven't either. Well, we should make a road trip now. We should make a road trip. We won't even have to podcast. Let's just go drink. (laughs) I always need a reason to go down there. Yeah. (laughs) So So I was saying, and this won't matter on the podcast, but uh, I was telling you earlier I was going to go. I'm going to Le Chien tomorrow Mm -hmm. because I haven't been there yet. You said you haven't been there either. Nope. Have you had any of their beers like nope. from anyone? I've been invited to go there a couple of times, and just it's so far away. Like it takes what from from here to to Denim, it's like 35, 40 minutes to get yeah. there. So it's like, do I want to invest that much time to go all the way out there? I mean, to, to have beer that I've never had before, I don't even know if it's going to be good. You know, why would I go all the way out there if it's if I don't know? You know. So. Yeah, I've I've had their white stout. I have a friend of mine uh, who is a big fan of their beers, and he, particularly the White Stout, and got a crowler for Jay and I that we drank on Jay's radio show. Mm-hmm. It was good. I mean, it was just well, you know look, how I feel about look like that, so. but drank, but drank like you know all the all the flavor profiles of a stout. Were oh, there. weird! So it was it's like, a White Stout. So yeah, it looks like it looks like you know this. Oh wow! Looks like this huh. this this Pilsner. That's interesting. Yeah, but it's got all the roasty character, like when you smell it. 
it's very roasty. The the stout taste is there. Not as strong, but it's there. Yeah. Kind of like with uh, like a stout light or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like with Bayou Tesh's uh, Waking Dead, their coffee Kolsch. Haven't had it. You look at it and it looks like a Kolsch, and then the coffee notes just smack you in the face. See, my 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 thing is like if I want to drink coffee, I'll drink coffee. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. Get but that. But that's just me. You know, like, I'm not, rest, I'm not knocking. That's basically coffee. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I never really liked stouts. But how is their IPA? How is their the Le Chien's IPA? Do I don't know. I haven't had it. The, only, had the only thing I've had was the white stout. Now, tomorrow okay. I'm going to drink everything. Okay. I'm just <laughs> try everything over there. So, so. We're, we're, what's on the uh, the map tomorrow? Where, you, where are you going? We're going to go to Le Chien. Le Chien. Uh, we were going to go, me and my buddy, we're going to go to Struma, but I don't think, I think we're canceling that. Okay, so that. we're cutting that, so we're going to Le Chien uh, first. And, Probably do yeah. Probably go out there and do that, and then uh, probably rally cap. Maybe go by Gilla when we get back here, this way. So, cool. He hasn't. My buddy Kirk hasn't been to rally cap yet. He's oh. after beers. We've oh, never wow. been to the brewery. So yeah. Now that now, now you can they go can inside. have people in there. Right now you can go inside. It's definitely one of the nicer bre- uh, breweries in this you, area. You you were there today. Absolutely. Well, how's the uh, what, was, what did they drop actually, today? There's a it's it batter up. It scared the hell out of me. Uh, I went to the counter to get my beer, and there's a damn uh, what you call those people that make coffees. A barista? barista? A barista, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, Wait, hold up. What? There's a barista now in the brewery. coffee? So I walked up thinking that. I think, okay, maybe hey, they shifted the bar stops. over or something. So I was, I was about to order a beer from the, the barista. So, yeah, there's a barista now. So if you have a few too many or you need to warm it up, uh, there's a coffee coffee guy there now. Interesting. There. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, everybody, I think when we got there, it was, a, it was at least somebody at, at every table. So whatever table, wow. the, the amount of tables they were allowed to have, they have them in you there. had two or three, four people at each table. Spaced out. Yeah. And then, of course, you had a couple people spaced out at the bar. So yeah. uh, for a COVID-era audience, I, it, I would say it's a packed house. There you go. Good. Anybody outside? Nope. Everybody was inside. Yeah. Well. It was a nice day. You could have sat outside, yeah. but they had the doors open. You don't have. I mean, when they had the yeah, doors open exactly. like that, and then you had the games on too. So it, yeah, everybody wants to be there had, watching the game. You had you had the, the baseball game on where LSU was getting basically a <laughs> baseball score. It was twenty two to seven. Yeah, Neil was telling me about. And that. then uh, speaking of March Madness, you've had some of the smaller conferences uh, basketball tournaments rolling, so some people were watching that as well. Oh, so cool. Okay, your, your smaller schools, your uh, mid majors, their their tournaments are starting now. What their what their philosophy is, they want to have a week gap in between or a two-week gap in between the actual big tournament just in case something was to happen with any kind of cases. Makes they can, sense. They give them enough time to still make a tournament. And, uh, you know, you can make a tournament and your whole team come down with COVID and you can miss out on playing on the big tournament. So they, they gave that two-week frame, that 10-day frame, yeah. okay. in case that was something to happen. So a little smart on their, uh, on their part to do that. So some of these conference tournaments have started this weekend. So that's why everybody was inside watching, you know, any kind of sport is your flavor. And they even had the pro ball. Spring training is going on right now, so you had to dive Dodgers on uh, as well on one of the TVs. So multiple TVs. So if you, if you haven't been to Rally Cap uh, and you, you're a sports fan, you're going to find something on one of the TVs that they have going on in there. Yeah, it's really good for a brewery that is baseball themed to be able to have baseball yeah. games on. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Considering yeah. last year, last year yeah. that wasn't a thing. Did they up the capacity, right? It's like 25. 50%. Oh, 50% inside. now. 50%, yeah. Okay. I thought it was 25, but I don't know where I heard Oh, I'm it. sorry. It the, is 25. My bad. Wait, it's going, 50% if you live in a parish that's under 5%. Okay, so that's why Gila can do 50. Yeah. yeah because when it's such a parish, you can do 50. <clears throat> East Baton Rouge. Under, yeah, East Baton Rouge, the last number I saw was at 5.2. Okay, so if and you have below, to be under 5 for so two weeks. So if you're below weeks. 5 for two weeks, okay. Wow, yeah. that's science there. Okay. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's so, it's, yeah, so Gila's 50%. Rally cap is... Uh, 25, I guess. But for 25%, like I said, everybody was at every table available there. 
Athlon Insurance right here in Baton Rouge is committed to letting you live your life your way. Athlon Insurance is here to find the most effective insurance plan for you and your family so you can spend more time living your life and less time agonizing over coverage. Athlon Insurance has access to many different carriers of home, auto, and life insurance, and they are prepared to find a plan that meets your expectations and the needs of your family. It only takes one meeting for you to understand why Athlon Insurance in Baton Rouge is for you. They're here to serve your needs and those of your family. They are committed to assembling sound, cost-effective insurance solutions that are beneficial today and will remain effective for your family in the years to come. They value the importance of providing coverage that you can depend on without the work. Let Dwayne Moran and his staff over at Athlon Insurance take care of all of your insurance needs. You can give them a call at 225-366-7530 or visit them online, athloninsurance.com. Coffee drinkers, come with me as I sing the praises of Cafecito Coffee Roasters, locally owned right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They take a very different and unique approach to the way they do coffee. They believe great coffee doesn't have to be arrogant or snobbish or patronizing. It's just got to be good coffee. And they import the best quality coffee beans from around the world and roast them to perfection. Their roasting process is second to none. I've seen it in action. It is amazing. And just the flavors that they get out of these coffee beans from their roasting process is unreal. I taste flavors in coffee now that I never knew existed without adding cream and sugar to it. This is the one coffee brand that I can drink without adding anything to it. I drink it black and the flavors that are in there are amazing. You need to try it for yourself. If you want to try it, they're at stores all around Baton Rouge, or you can order online as well, cafecito.com. That's C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. They also have merchandise. If you want to represent the brand, you can get some hats, you can get some t-shirts, you can get coffee mugs as well. Really cool coffee mugs. has a state pelican on it. Some have this big alligator on it. It's pretty cool. Go to their website. Check it out, cafecito.com. Support a local business here in Baton Rouge and drink great coffee from Cafecito Coffee Roasters, proud sponsors of the ABV Podcast. The bartender is now preparing group two for us. We have four more the beers. bartender, a.k.a. Cliff's wife. Yep. Uh, she's going to call me in a second to go pull those. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull another winner from group two, and then group two winner will go head-to-head with this Chuck Pills from Parlo, which is fantastic. Yeah, really good. I, 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 yeah, i got to stop myself from drinking it. Yeah. I'm getting low. <laughs> and I, I, know, like, I won't I, have I, enough I, beer to... <laughs> I'm not to, very to, fluent in the... Uh, you know that style it's a bohemian uh a folder folder Rhapsody. aged bohemian style i don't know what that means <laughs> and then that you know i know a lot Spancy about beer but I, don't, I don't know a lot about the, the pilsners and lagers if uh, only there was a device that we so could crisp and so clean clean it's so crisp and so clean clean <laughs> yes i the can says but uh Ain't nobody no <laughs> oh oh it comes number one number one number one uh, a bohemia style yeah, beer, Cliff. Didn't take it cause... since you were wondering. Uh, it's a it's a bohemian pilsner. Has slightly sweet and evident malt character and a toasty toasted biscuit like bready malt character. Yeah, I could see. I could taste that. So hop bitterness is perceived as medium with a low to medium low level and noble type hop aroma and flavor. Yeah, I mean, of the four, I thought it had the most meat on the bone. So that makes yeah, sense. Bready. for sure ready also if there's anyone watching that knows someone or works at flying llama 
You can tell them mm. to reach out to uh, the ABV podcast. I'm trying to get in touch with someone there. So when we're in Biloxi, we can go by there. We're going to go by there anyway and drink beers. Yes. But I'd also like to come down there and podcast as well. So That'll be fun. Tell them to look up the ABV podcast on Facebook and send me a message. I feel like that weekend's going to be really fun. I think so, too. I'm glad I could actually get off of work for it because I was worried. I'm breaking news. I'm about to come off the morning shift on <laughs> Talk 107.3. Oh, yeah. They're hiring someone to uh, take that over because I'm moving Tired. into a new <laughs> position. I'll still be doing Jay's show in the afternoon and everything else, but I'm going to be doing some other stuff that's going to take up the majority of my time, so I won't have time to focus on the morning show, which means no that's more waking you, though, up at right? 4.20 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's early. <laughs> yeah, I have to be at work at 9 now. It'll be great. And I'll still be there until like 6.30, 7 o'clock. So. Well, these all look... They look close. similar. Yeah, they're very, very similar. Wow, yeah, yeah that is hard to I mean, literally, they all look alike. Yes. Yeah, like, they do. Literally. You can't there tell them apart. no difference. No. Well, no. I mean, the, slightly. The, the one on the left, the number one this is... This looks a little cloudier. Yeah, it looks yeah. cloudier. A little, a little hazier. But man. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, man, that's early to wake up. It is. Another one? And here we go. And I was like, I don't want to mess these up. This is black. This is yeah, darker is. than... Uh, wow. I, mean, the, I don't know what this stuff looks like in the can, so I was just spraying <laughs> If you want to ask how much more black could it be, the answer is none. <laughs> none more black. That's, that's darker than that midnight crisp. Yeah. So... All right, so let's get on to number one in group two. Uh, Neil already has his. Here's yours, Chucky. David Johnson said his wife is actually drinking an Urban South double spilled strawberry banana right now. Oh, oh I wonder where she got that from. That. Yeah, that's a so good, good one. Yeah, I wonder where she got that from. I bought like the last two cases of that because the uh, mother-in-law likes that one. Whoa, okay. I mean... It legitly tastes nothing like a beer. It tastes like no, a smoothie. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does And like, like even if you're not even in the mood to drink, you can drink that and it puts you in the mood. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Refreshing. Right. Refreshing? It's refreshing. It's not bad. No, it's okay. That's it, traditional. That's yeah. like, that was like beer one from last time. Uh, Wait, that's not beer one. That's no, four. Four. It's close, but I thought beer one was still, I mean, U.S. domestic. Yeah. This one is is a little off from that, but it's it's definitely, it doesn't offend me. It's kind of. It's got something going on. Yeah. It's, I don't want to say perfumey, but there's something back there. The, ling, the lingers. Yeah. After, yeah, it's after Medicine-y? Um. I can't find the right word for it. It's bitter. medicinal, but I get what you're saying. So it's, it's And it could be something to do with uh, how it's hopped. So we'll, Possibly, maybe we'll, yeah. when we figure out what this is, yeah, uh, maybe we'll look it up. But it it, it, it is cloudier. Remember, this is the one. It is cloudier. It's cloudier than the yep. others. Of the so. three, of the three that, are, that yep. came out light looking, it's the cloudy of the three. So it's uh, amazing how similar one, two, and three are. Yeah, and then darkness on the four. Darkness. <laughs> All right, don't mix darkness up your, your winner here. Yeah, yeah. Right. number two. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Damn, that's oh wow. That's like. Like, look at this one in the light, man. Look how clear, crisp this thing looks. It's, smell it. God. You can smell it. That's interesting. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> right? What is that? What is right? That? Like, what is that? 
That is Whoa. strange. Oh, man. That's... Is that skunky? Like, is... Okay, so... That is weird. It's almost danky. So, <laughs> yes. here, here's what I'm thinking. This this lager has got to be hopped with something uh, along the traditional IPA hop styles. Yeah. Because I almost get something a little bit tropical, but that's it's weird, very faint. Man. That's weird. My, my <laughs> guess is this is this is a, it's it's going to be hopped with something that's you would normally find in an IPA. I did not expect that. No, it does not smell like a pilsner or a lager. It, it smells dank like an IPA. No, as soon as I put it up to my nose, I was like, "What is that?" But not offensive uh, nope. as far as bitterness or anything like that. Um, but I mean, look at the clearness of this thing. That's crazy. That's super crazy. That means it's very well brewed, though. So. I'm gonna pick. Huh. Well, if I had to pick from one and two right now, I think I um, pick one. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm one is. I hate one to say is that. Winner right I'll now. take one, uh, not based on appearance, but just because this one's a little oddball. You know, it's it's the prettiest to be honest with you, but uh, very interesting on the the flavor. So we'll have to find out what what's going on with that, given that that yet unique taste to it. On the number three. I guess as a consolation, we can pick the best dark one out of the two. <laughs> you didn't win the championship, but you, you yeah. got the best dark locker award. Uh, we get to that one. Oh, right. shit. There you go. Lick that one off the table. Number three going down. <laughs> Wait, so she said. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this one's smooth. Doesn't doesn't jump out at you. Pet you. It's pet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wait, what was the pet one last time? Four, I think, right? Was it the Chuck? Yeah, okay. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah. I will definitely pick this. Yeah, this I'm, is the front I'm, one. I might have to go head-to-head with the number one right now. So three and one right now is in a, is, is in a rejudge. Uh, but it beats number two for sure. Yeah, number two is just so weird. <laughs> it's like not what... It's like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah. <laughs> You're confused, beer. Go home. You're drunk. All right, let's go to the dark side yeah, here. There's a little dark lager here. I'm assuming we're going to get roasty notes. It would be weird if we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, <laughs> tastes like pineapple. Well, I definitely smell the roast oh, pineapple. Yeah. It's a fruited sour. Oh. I like how this one just kind of slowly comes up to you. Yeah. I like this one better than the other one. Yeah. I thought the Midnight Crisp, it was from the get-go, the roastiness is in your face. Yeah. This one sneaks up This on one it. just kind of, yeah, it, it sneaks up towards the back on it. Like, you first get it, you're like, oh, here it comes. It just kind of rises. Yeah. This one's better than the last dark one. Yeah. For sure. I like the upfront roastiness, but this is... It's subtle. Yeah. So, so somebody who never had a dark lager yeah. or a roasty type mm-hmm. lager... This is a good way to present it, I think. It's it's very subtle, and it slowly rises towards the back. Yeah. Uh, if you're experienced, you can move on to the Midnight Crisp, because that thing's in your face. Okay. Um, I feel like for the second time, we're going to have the beer that's in number two in last place. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wonder like a theme here. Well, that's where if this I got is you. not rigged or not. I don't, I don't know what's going so on this right is where I, Yeah, I agree with you. Not, but at least this number two is a lot better than the number two in group one. This, yeah. this kills yeah. Paradise Park for sure. Yeah. But I'm going to put it to the back of the line. I'm kind of playing with. What a weird. Damn, that's weird. It is. Like, I don't even want to drink it again. 
Now I gotta decide between one and three. If I had to do a bus of tiebreak, I'm gonna probably just go by the looks. Oh man, that's this good. One, this one looks nicer than one. One's a little cloudy, like we said. Oh, that's tough. That's real tough. Man, tell you what, it's it's pretty close. Just that this Very one's close. a prettier one. It's brighter. It's not cloudy. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking at at these two right here to to, to break your tie. Because I think we're about in the same area. We're, we're bowing over. Kind of, yeah. I've got. What you got in the front? You got the. Number? I've got three, four, one, and two. Three, four. Wow. See, no. Because I'm going for. I, I love the roastiness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's my style. That's what I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. We, that. we won't need a notepad for this one. And uh, it may lean on where I decide to pick on this one. I think I'm going one three. Four two, one three four two. Even though it's cloudier, I'm not really. I don't really judge beer right, on. I'll looks. go three one. We'll break the notepad out just to make sure we're we're on here. Yeah, I still like. Yeah, I still like one over three, a little bit. Not by much. All right, where you got one? Me? Mm-hmm. One. And two. Uh, two is last. Of course, I think we all just go ahead and mark that down. Three. Yeah, just. Uh, three is second. Okay. And, and uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> let's see. I have number. That's a four. That's a three. That's a two. And you got the. I got three, four, one, two. All right. Number one comes in at nine points. Number two and last with three. Our highest point total tonight is 11 points for number three, and wow. the fourth beer is seven, which is the dark lager. So actually, the points was eight on that midnight, Chris. But after uh, you know, numbers don't lie, kind of theory here. We 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 picked number Weird. four over that one. So huh. anyway, number three is moving on. I'm gonna go get the uh, surprises and see what we were drinking here. Yeah. I'll put that aside just so I don't forget which one is which. It's amazing Man. that two, like, once again, I know shits the bed. Yeah, <laughs> that is so weird how it came out like that. Yeah, it's very. It's just the flavor on that thing is so the the nose and the flavor. Well, the just, nose at first because you, you called it. I mean, that's that. It almost smells like it's skunky. Dude, it almost smells like piss. I hate to say it. It yes. smells like cat piss. It or smells like cat piss. You are a hundred percent correct on that. What is that? How can you make something like that and just be like, oh, "I'm happy with it"? Yeah, <laughs> can this shit and get it out on the street. You heard me. Uh, hmm? what I said. It tastes like, or it smells like, what cat piss. What's the movie Gum Gummo? Gummo. Yeah. Tastes like wet yeah, yeah. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you watch Gummo? No, I've not seen. You never oh seen Gummo. God, never seen it. Go. Holy oh, crap, man. dude! You got to do that. All right, beer number one, which was uh, our <laughs> second place, okay. is another from Suarez Family Brewing. It's All the right. Cabana Pills. Nice Suarez. Kill. Suarez is killing. I tell y'all, oh, nice they, they make some they're very consistent in the beers they make. Number two, which was last again, is the Pep Talk from 
Bearded Iris. David wow. brought this back to us. He can bring it back to Bearded Iris yeah. if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, take, take, it, it, back, take it all man. back to him. Not it. very impressive. <laughs> Tell them um, a cat pissed in their kettle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, as a consolation, it does beat Paradise Park. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You need to uh, give him a pep talk on that one, huh? All right, number three. Dad jokes Number over three, here. Lo- uh, uh, a local guy uh, from Gila. Oh, okay. It is the Numpsahula Danish oh, wow. Pilsner. That's who I got first. 100% right. Saz hops. Nice. Okay. So maybe that's what you think is going on there. What do you mean? No? No, that was, no, that that was, the, a, that was the funky. That was the funky. The pep one. talk is the funky. <laughs> we, me, me and Neil have decided it, it, there's cat piss in it. Yeah, there's <laughs> cat piss in there. That's the secret ingredient. And number four is Monkish's. Ooh. Ooh. Images of Rapture. That's why I like that one. They're German-style dark lager. It's Ooh. nice. Yes. For what it is. Well, that makes sense, man, that Monkish would, would make something like Because I think they make the most uh, palate-friendly IPAs. Uh, they actually do some pretty good Belgians. Um, yeah. So anybody that wants to get into a beer like this, it's 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 welcoming. You yeah, know? it's good uh, beer. See, I could drink that. It's not very uh, no, coffee like. It's just a uh, no. good flavor, you know. It's another one where the roastiness is very subtle, and it, it comes yeah. in on the back end instead of on the front, like the uh, yeah. the Southern Grist one. Doesn't so, punch you in the mouth. Interesting enough, and like I said, this is not rigged. No, <laughs> the, the two winners from Group One and Group Two are both Louisiana Craft Yes Pilsner Lagers. We got Parlo's Chuck Pills <laughs> and Gillis Numpsahula, oh, wow. which I think means donkey. What? Got <laughs> <laughs> real quiet for a few seconds. Well, Brad right, Anderson will be really happy yeah. about that. So let's get the losers out of the way. We're going to bring the two guys here. up here. Second losers. Get the Chuck Pills over there. So we got head-to-head for the championship here. The uh, Chuck Pills from Parlo and the Namsahula, which means donkey. <laughs> According to Cliff. <laughs> from Gila. Sure, some views and opinions of Cliff Decato huh? do not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> it's like a Catahoula dog mixed with a. So you got the yeah. Numpsahula there? <laughs> a Numpsy dog or something. <laughs> All right. Wow. I mean. This is the Gilla. You, this look is at these the side by side as far as clarity and everything. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all. Okay. Okay, let's go ahead. We're going to try the uh, Chuck Pills one more time. Okay. Mm. Man. That's so much, That's so much good. flavor in that man. And they're getting like, so much more bread now as it warmed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a, a biscuity. A pro tip: let your beers warm. Yeah. If you can't drink your beer warm, that means it's a bad beer. Gil, yeah. you got some competition here. I don't know. That's crazy, man. Like I said, we had several from out of our area, out in other parts of the country, and maybe it's just I what mean, we like in the I water mean, here. How do you <laughs> pick? Yeah. How do you pick between these? I mean, pretty damn good, man. Both of them. So I feel like uh, the Chuck Pills from Parlo goes up, and I feel the uh, the Numpsahula goes down. I mean, donkey. Mm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> donkey. The donkey, <laughs> donkey goes down. Like, not a bad down. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it co- like you're going down the roller coaster, and this one's, like, still bringing you up. Yeah. I don't know if that helps you decide. It's like the, bready, the breadiness on the Parlo one hangs out. Yeah. It just kind of sits on your tongue. And this one fades. This one fades, yeah. So it's like a matter of not being, bad for either one. Yeah, like I mean, some people like the fade, some yeah. people want the little kick. But I mean, mm. this is tough. This is these are pretty too. Mm. These are pretty too close to call. I say, but we have to make a call. I made mm. my decision. You got yours. Yep, I know now. All right, Amy, give me one more sip of this one. 
Okay. Yep. I got my decision too. I got it. All right. So, Chuck Pills or Numsahula? Donkey. I'm going to ride that donkey. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ride that donkey. Hey, I'm going to ride that donkey. Donkey. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, man. After much consideration, it you know, it's so hard to pick between these two because they both taste really, really good. Pretty yeah, close on color, too. Um, and, you know, I, I could probably drink either one of these any day of the week and enjoy it. Um, but I don't know. I just I like the, I like the aftertaste of the Gila more than I do the the yeah the Chuck P. Gotcha. Hey now. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna do this like I do on American Idol. I'm I'm gonna actually go with the Chuck Pills. So I'm gonna leave Ooh. all the pressure on Chuck to not pick pick a beer named Chuck. <laughs> uh, to decide who the actual champion is. So we'll leave it to the host here, uh, who he is going to crown the Pilsner Lager champion. Like I said, this is not local. This was this was nationwide. It was what I could get available across the country from my, my usual network of guys. Some people were actually in town, brought stuff back from these places, specifically because they were lagers and Pilsners. And then I had to splash it in some local flair. So it was really cool to see the local flair stand out. And, yeah. of course, come a couple of them bomb. But um, yeah. with that said... Who is the crown Pilsner Lager champion? Well, I'm going to stick with your uh, American Idol analogies. <laughs> and, and, and as much as I love this beer, it's really it's really tasty. But it's going to be a no for me, dog, on oh! Gilla, And I'm going to pick no! my namesake, Carlo, oh. just for the fact that I, that breadiness that's just hanging out there and just sitting that's, there, I'm digging that a lot. Right. That's, that was my deciding factor. I, yeah, and look, you I, know. I agree. The, and again, nothing bad against Gilla. That beer yeah, is solid not, as a rock, man. Yeah. It's really good. It outshined four or just, five countrywide. Yeah. Feels a lot. I just so. want that bre- I wanted that breadiness to still hang out there more. It's yeah. there, but it just fades. The, one, the Parlo just sits there, and it's yeah. like. I, I, I'm digging it so I think the most impressive part like I, I speak highly of the Suarez uh, family brewery yeah, they, yeah. to have Tight these two third. guys Tight to third, have these two sure. guys beat them out but you can see how consistent theirs are they don't really jump out or offend no. you or nothing but Quality. these two yeah these two outshined I thought a very respectable Pilsner Lager craft brewery in yeah. this country so Good job for Parlo. Good job for uh, Gilla. But the uh, the champion it, is today is Parlo's. I just wanted to rate. This, this is not rigged. We, you know, we didn't just pick Louisiana <laughs> beers because we knew no, it was Louisiana blind. beers. Yeah, yeah, it's completely blind. I had no idea what we were drinking. You know, yeah. If you're I got here. if you're listening to this and you're a member of the Church of the Sacred Brew on Facebook, you can go back and watch the Facebook live feed that we're doing right now, and you can see mm-hmm. that we brought the, the beers in. Yeah, yeah. The beers came in. We, in fact, we didn't bring them in. We had the wife bring yeah. them in. Yeah, Cliff's we, wife brought them in. Then after we tried them all, Cliff went and got all the cans and brought them in. And they were all numbered. Yep. So mm-hmm. that way we knew which ones were which. So definitely, there's it's not favoritism. There's no cheating. This is honest opinions. And just so happened the Louisiana beer stood out more than the, uh, the other. And I, well, I, two I, of them I'm did pretty sure least. both these beers are still available, too, at both breweries. So if you haven't had either one Man, of them, can, can I, get that I highly P. recommend. Yeah, yeah Chuck <laughs> Quick, you know, yeah. just jump off the hops for a second. I'm gonna say the hops. Jump off the IPA, you know, the hazies for a second. And you want a little switch up, or you want to do a session where you can drink multiple beers. These two right here, you can go pound some in the backyard because it's nice weather we're having right now. Yeah. I, I highly recommend go to Parlo, check out the Chuck Pills, go to Gilla. They may have some of these left, and uh, ride that donkey. Yeah, uh, one of the church guys posted pictures of all the breweries he went to today. He went to Gilla, he went to Parlo, and he went to um, Urban South. And he, he said, came you know. Here. Yeah. Huh? Well, he even came here. Wow. 
Oh, did he? Well, Not even a brewery. He but said, yeah, here, here he is. He mentioned how spoiled we are here in Louisiana, and it's wow. true. We are spoiled yeah. by these breweries. I mean, well, it was, it was. There was a so long of a time where we didn't have good beers here, so we were man. craving beers from everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And now we have great breweries here in Louisiana putting out quality stuff. It's awesome. And I don't think we even came close to peaking yet either. I still no, think we're a few years no. behind, which is great because. Louisiana is always behind on everything. Yeah, which turning out now is like, wow. But this is stuff that we were seeking out, you know, three or four years ago from other places in the country. Yeah. So the fact that we're still behind the times, that's that's exciting to know because there's so much more good stuff that can probably be coming out. Yeah. And yeah. I've said this uh, uh, so many times on the podcast. It, I think it's the reason why when New Belgium and Goose Island and Dogfish Head finally made its way here, like it was cool for a hot minute, and then after that, it was like we can get just as good, if not better, beer here now with all the local beer. Better beer, not bitter beer, but better beer. Yeah, not bitter beer, but better beer. Yeah, I mean, just just the IPA game has stepped up here, which has been yeah. pretty impressive. I mean, Rally Cap has spit out some pretty good ones. Man, they're killing it. Uh, I mean, the fact that I can go ten minutes down the road and get a nice IPA now versus I had to go drive to Lafayette I mean, or Broussard or New Orleans and get find that. I finally got to send it, send yeah. you that beer or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, now we just need um, sports betting live in the <laughs> in the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be complete. They'll approve yeah. the breweries to take betting tickets. That'd be right up to Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy would like that, that, would that ticket. Yeah, yeah, actually, I think I don't know if Jeremy more excited or actually or uh, Kevin. Yeah. Who no. <laughs> which one would be more excited to take the bets and uh, at the local breweries if they Rally pass that Cap bill? Sports betting. Although. Cam, Cam's a pretty big sports betting guy too. He may be more excited than both of those guys combined. If he can take sports bets inside of Gila, that'd be hilarious. But I'm pretty sure that when the uh, the, the representatives meet, they're going to probably you know put some money in the pockets of the big boys, which is your Laberge and oh, absolutely. And those guys. So well, I mean, Laberge has been planning like before it even passed. They were planning yes. on building something, so that tells you right there it was going to pass. So true. Yeah, can't wait for that. Not bad. I'm not a betting guy. I just like to watch mm. other people lose their money. So I'm just going to sit around and watch you guys. I'm not going to bet. When we go to Biloxi, I'm not spending any money except on beer. Really? Okay, well, then you got to no, no, bet. No, then, right, no, so then you, got, you should no, at least no. take a team in the in the pool I got going. The $20 I'll, team. I'll take a team. You got yeah, to do that. You got to have some kind of rooting interest. Yeah. Like, all the years I've played in casinos, like, I've never once had the urge on break. Like, I'm going to go hit the slots or go through play <laughs> craps or something. Like, it's if, just not me. What if we pay, place the bet for you? <laughs> With your money? Yeah, sure. No, no, with your money. No, no. We can make you some money. No. All right, so after we win like six in a row, you might jump in or something? No. After we lose six in a row, because then we were due to win one, you'll jump I'm in? I'm divorced with two kids and a hefty child support payment. Yeah, all the more reason so, no. to bet. Just yeah. win some money. Put the child support money on it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The, the ex would love that. Oh, man. I don't want you guys have fun with all that stuff. All right, I'm going to get the church some deuces, because we out. We out. Bye, church. And we're going to end this episode of the ABV podcast. There, there's going to be more. We're going to do this on a weekly basis uh, with this tournament. So, what is it? What's the next one going to be, Cliff? What are we going to 18. try? Uh, so that's a good question. Do you want to chop up the IPAs into a single IPA, double IPAs, or triple IPAs, or because we can do IPA next? But I need to know how you want to three chop weeks it. of IPAs. Yeah, are you trying to do right? Like- so, do you want to just do two? Double IPA, triple IPA? Well, there are some good IPAs out there, too. That's yeah, for sure. Uh, All right, so how about we do this? Do pale ales and IPAs? No. No? I say no. let's go IPA okay. and then group the double IPA, triple IPA together. 
Okay. Because, I mean, you're talking about an 8.5% beer versus a 10% beer. So yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. We'll group the dippers and tippers together and then the single IPAs by themselves. I think what we'll do is we'll probably have more beers with the single IPAs yeah. and then a little less of a beer filled for the double IPA, triple IPA. Okay. And then after that, we'll move on to the sours. And then we'll save the stouts for the last week. We'll get Neil back for that. He's, he's excited about the stouts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you can have me back, I'm not going to like any of them. <laughs> I'm going to be like, this one's, This is all terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. This really sucked. This sucks. Like, Can I Can I put these all in fourth place? Or <laughs> He's, he's going to be like your boy on half-baked. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. You're cool. Oh, fuck you. Fuck I'm you. out. I'm out. And yeah. speaking of out, we are out for the ABV podcast. Neil uh, Benedetto, Thank you. Cliff Decato. Yes, sir. Hops in the Hollows. Make sure you follow Hops in the Hollows. I might as well just make the announcement now. Oh, yeah. Hops in the Hollows, an official sponsor of the ABV podcast. That's right. We took A over. That's it. Taking over. <laughs> Hops in the Hollows.com. That's right. We've got plenty of glasses on there right now. In fact, some new glasses coming out in a couple of weeks, but right now, plenty in stock of four or five different types of glasses that I have right now. There you go. If you're if you're a glass collector or you just want some cool glassware, hopsandhollows.com will take care of your needs. They've yes, got sir. everything for you. Specifically, if you're a fan of eight bit graphics and just you know pop culture war. and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, you know, eighties, any kind of nostalgia type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I even did a sports betting one. See, so any anything that yeah. that may have your interest, I'm pretty sure there may be a glass in there that you may strike your what glass punk. <laughs> yeah, even got a glass on Friday. So like like you said, pop culture stuff, nostalgia things, 80s, uh, 8-bit, <clears throat> current events. I mean, I got a trading sips class that it's, it's kind of a, a, a spin on both. You have the 80s feel with the movie uh, trading uh, places, but then it has the GameStop deal with it on top yeah. of that. So Poor Jay thought the uh, flux cap- capacitor glass was breaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at it. He, he was like, some meth. "Yeah." He, oh, he, he man, looked at it. Great. He was like, it was "Breaking bad." I was like, "No, man, flux capacitor. It's Marty McFly." Man, in the suit. He didn't he like, see oh, like the, the, the blow dryer and the. the, the <laughs> He was a, a few drinks in by the time we started drinking beers. Well, to be so, fair, they did wear those yellow yeah, chemical yeah, yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he just yeah. glanced at it and was like, oh, Breaking Bad. I'm like, no, man, Back to the Future. <laughs> so he finally got it. That's awesome. Uh, but until next time, guys, don't forget to follow the ABV podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Find us wherever you get your podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, Google Play. We're on all those outlets, so make sure you're listening there as well. Until next time, I am Chuck P. Cheers.